Welcome to the I Want to Be a Doctor podcast, where insider information about what it takes to become a physician is available for anyone. I'm Dr. Robin Dickinson, a board-certified family physician, and I will give honest answers to your questions. Today's question is from a second-year medical student who is just starting clinical rotations and asks, what is your tip to succeed in rotations? Well, I will tell you the advice that I was given when I was at your stage, but it's good for anyone. It's what I teach my children. It's what I tell to students and adults that I'm mentoring in their careers or their personal life, patients who are working on improving their own lives, anyone who needs some good, solid advice that works in almost any situation. Here it is. Show up on time, wearing the right clothes, and act like you care. I have now said this to my children so many times that I just reel it off. Show up on time wearing the right clothes and act like you care. Or my kids will say, I know, I know. Show up on time wearing the right clothes, act like I care. It's simple, but it also gives you everything you need. If you think about each separate part of that and what it really means, you'll do fine. Show up. Showing up doesn't just mean physically showing up. It means mentally showing up. It means emotionally showing up. It means being there in your best that you can be. Now, it's not always going to be your absolute best. If you're sleep deprived, if you're emotional, if you're depressed, if you're going through a lot of stress in your life, all of those things are going to mean that when you show up, it's not your best. That's okay. Just show up as well as you're able to at that time with the resources you have at that moment. Make sure that your brain is engaged as much as you're able also make sure that your feelings are engaged, that you're not just a head walking around on legs, but your heart is there too. On time. This sounds pretty simple. Show up on time. Shouldn't we all be doing that? Well, in an ideal world, we would all be on time. The problem is there are so many different things pulling at our attention, and most people tend to gradually over time, as they become comfortable in a situation, show up later and later. There are other people, like my husband, who the more anxious he is about something, the later he shows up, which then makes him more anxious, which then makes him later. He can end up in this death cycle of always getting more anxious and always getting more late. So whether you're someone like me who tends to get late when I'm comfortable, or someone like my husband who tends to get late when he's anxious, we all have our lateness tendencies. Now, of course, there's plenty of advice out there for how to be on time, My advice is to figure out what makes you late. Is it hunting for your keys? I read some crazy statistic about how many hours a year we spend just hunting for things like keys and glasses. If that's your problem, have a place they always go. Or have a song you say as you're going out the door to make sure you don't forget them and have to go back. Do what it takes. In our house, we have things like a particular place for keys. Mine are always clipped to my bag, and my husband has a little mailbox on top of the microwave. And... We have a little song that we always say, or I guess it's a rhyme. Cell phone, wallet, keys, and glasses, handsome boys, and happy lasses. I came up with it when we were first married, and my husband left without certain things. He'd leave without his glasses. He'd leave without his keys. It drove me crazy. So I created a rhyme, and I made him say it, or I said it to him, every time he left the house. Now it's pretty automatic, but he still uses that same rhyme sometimes. I tend to be late because I have so many things I'm trying to do. So for me, a couple things have helped. One is just telling myself it's okay not to finish. 
It's okay not to get the dishes loaded. It's okay not to make the phone call. I will do it later. I keep a journal where I can write down all the things I didn't do so I remember to do them later. And that has given me a lot of freedom to just move on. I've also learned to have a cutoff earlier than I actually need to leave. So if I need to leave at 7 in the morning, I will start leaving at 6.45. Because it turns out if I start leaving at 6.45, there's a good chance I will actually leave at 7 because there will be a number of little crises along the way. The dog will have an accident, the toilet will overflow, I'll realize I forgot something. So giving myself that little buffer time helps immensely. Wearing the right clothes. Wearing the right clothes is specific to the situation. If you're in surgery, you need to be wearing scrubs, closed-toed shoes, and have your hair tied back if it's long. If you're in OBGYN and you're in the clinic seeing women in the office, dressing nicer is appropriate. If you're in pediatrics, don't wear anything the little kids can grab and pull. So whatever rotation you're on, dress appropriately for that rotation. But this also can be used for anyone in any part of their life. Wherever you're going, what is the right thing to wear for that situation? What's the right thing to wear to school? What's the right thing to wear to a circus camp? It's going to be different. And, you know, express yourself. You don't have to wear exactly what everyone else is wearing. Just make sure it fits the criteria for something appropriate for that situation. I don't often look exactly like everyone else, but I look appropriate for the situation. And that's what's important. Act like you care. That is the hardest part for most people. Acting like you care is so many different things in so many different situations. As a teacher and professor and guest lecturer, I find that acting like you care can be really hard for people when they're just listening to a talk. Their faces kind of glaze over and they look incredibly bored and unengaged, even if they're interested. I try to have lots of interaction in my talks, but there comes a point where you just have to be able to say something for a minute or two, and there are a lot of people whose faces immediately glaze over. I am blessed with a resting, I'm really interested face. I don't know if that's something I developed over time or if I was just born that way. And it's a little bit of a cross to bear because I can be anywhere trying to be avoiding other people and I will look really interested and they'll tell me all about stuff. But it also means that if I'm kind of bored and not paying attention, I still look interested. It's worth thinking about what your face looks like. People who are trying to teach you or work with you people who are you are supervising or in charge of, whoever it is around you, if your face looks like you care, if your face looks interested, they'll respond to you better. It can be hard if you actually aren't paying attention or aren't interested, but do what you can. Acting like you care also means putting in an effort. It means volunteering to do things and not doing it in a, oh, I guess I'll do it kind of way, but in an eager, oh, I would love to do it. Can I help with that? What else can I do? Going out of your way to be involved and help and do things can be really hard if you're tired or if you're nervous. I think for me, one of the hardest times to get involved is if I don't feel like I really belong on a team or maybe I'm not sure what I should be doing. It takes real guts to say, hey, I want to help out, but I'm not sure what I can do. Is there anything I can do to help? Especially because sometimes people will get annoyed at you, but stick with it. I personally have found that if I keep asking, even the obnoxious ones eventually give in and tell me something that I can do to help, and then I can prove that I am part of the team, and I'll feel better too. Acting like you care comes down to how you interact with each person. Talk to them like they're human. Whether that's your supervisor, your attending, your resident, your intern, a patient you're seeing, a nurse, someone who's changing the bed, whoever you're talking to, 
act like they're a person who matters and that you care about them. You never know when that's going to come back around to help you on the purely selfish side, and it's just the right thing to do. So there you are, my one and only secret to success for my entire life since I learned it when I was in your shoes. Show up on time, wearing the right clothes, and act like you care. For people who aren't going on rotations, this can be used for a multitude of different situations. As I mentioned at the beginning, I use it with my kids all the time. Anytime we're going somewhere or doing something, if I want to remind them about what's expected or what I'd like them to do, I don't tell them. Instead, I ask, how are we going to show up on time wearing the right clothes and act like we care? And let them figure it out. That kind of problem solving is going to set them up for a lifetime of success. That's it for today. Subscribe, share with your friends and mentors, and remember to live the life that is right for you with your personality, interests, and values. Please send your questions to me at podcast at docrobinschool.com. That's podcast at D-O-C, Robin like the bird, school.com. Show notes are available on the podcast website linked below. This episode was sponsored by Dr. Robin School and recorded and produced in beautiful downtown Englewood, Colorado.